One of the things that stops people from staying consistent on social media is just how time-consuming it can be. Now, I'm here to tell you that it doesn't need to be time-consuming and I'll be sharing some things that I do that allows me to spend around an hour a fortnight to create content for over six different platforms. Now, for you, if the thing that takes time is just not knowing what to write, then I'll be talking about how to overcome that. But I also have something for you that will help you instantly. My 100 content prompts have been written specifically for education business owners. They aren't generic prompts. They're for people who work in the education business space. I have 50 prompts dedicated to making a connection with your audience so that your social media actually brings you paid clients. And I have 50 dedicated to selling in a way that feels very natural. In my explainer videos, I talk about how you can blend these types of content to make sure that you're staying consistent and to make sure that your audience pays attention. You buy it once and you have lifetime access and the link for that is in the show notes. So let's get to the episode and keep listening if you want some actionable ways to save time with social media marketing. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you find this episode useful. If you're new to this podcast, each week I share fluff-free, actionable ideas tailored to education businesses that you can mould to suit your needs. And finally, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or follow and subscribe on whichever platform you choose. Thank you once again for tuning in. Right, I'm going straight in. The first thing to do is to actually plan your content pillars and prompts. Content pillars are simply broad categories that relate to the problems that your target audience might be facing. It's an exercise I do with virtually all of my clients because by planning this, you achieve a few things. Firstly, you know exactly which core messages to circle around. Remember, a very small portion of your audience see each piece of content you publish and an even small proportion will remember. So that means we need to repeat ourselves. Now, some people achieve this by simply repeating the same content on a loop. I personally don't like this approach because when I see it, it feels quite obvious and it makes me feel like that person isn't really present. And if you want your audience to show up for you, then you have to show up for them. So to make sure that I'm repeating my messages without repeating my exact content, I use content pillars. And as I mentioned, all these are are broad topics that your client would be interested in that are also aligned with your expertise. So I'm not just referring to talking about what you offer and who you are. I'm talking about including things that matter to your audience that may not be related directly to something that you offer. I'll give you an example. I offer education business owners one-to-one mentoring, resources like my content prompts and the Tutors Mastermind. So obviously I need to talk about these things in my marketing. But to really connect with them, I also need to connect with the highs and lows that they might be experiencing as a business owner. I know that my audience might be struggling with things like overwhelm or not knowing where to take their business or wondering how they can keep the business going without working all the hours under the sun. So to connect with them and to make sure that they know that I truly understand the position they're in, I need to talk about these things. Because while I don't sell resources dedicated specifically to those problems, I do embed that work into my one-to-one sessions. So my potential clients need to trust that I understand their position. Another example as a tutor is that I teach English. So I need to share useful learning bites around that in my marketing. 
but what else might my potential students be experiencing? Maybe they're preparing for exams and are struggling with knowing how to tackle revision. Perhaps they're lacking motivation. Now, I don't specifically run revision workshops or have motivational sessions, but I do weave this support into my lessons. So again, to connect with my potential students, I need to talk about all the things related to my expertise that connects with them, even if it isn't something that I directly offer. I'm spending a moment to talk about this because I often see people either just sticking to talking about their subject or what they offer, or at the other end, they talk about things that are totally unrelated in the hope of forming a connection. What I think is that we can stick to things that are related and form a connection with our audience at the same time. So back to time saving. These content pillars, the broad topics that address the problems, will allow you to sit down and write any kind of marketing content because you know what to write about straight away. It not only reduces that thinking time, but you'll also notice that as you gain momentum, you'll get faster and faster because you're essentially circling around the same few topics all the time. Within these categories, these pillars, you could break them down into subcategories if you want to save even more of that thinking time. So if I had a content pillar called business owner overwhelm, I could have subcategories like time management, streamlining and automating, lean marketing strategies and so on. The second thing you can try, which is a very practical thing, is to dedicate specific times to creating your content. Before I gained momentum, I actually locked time in my calendar and I treated it as though it was a client meeting. I committed to only spending that time creating content. Time blocking for me has been a very useful way to form habits. And the reason why this can help is because firstly, you're intentionally sitting down to complete a task, in this case, writing content for social media, rather than squeezing it into random times during your working day when you might not be in the right headspace and so it takes longer. So you can choose a time that you know you might have a quiet house or when you tend to feel more creative or whatever it is you need to help you get into the zone to create content fast. And it saves you time because it gives you an opportunity to batch create. So when I sit down to write content, I focus on just one platform at a time and I only create the content for that platform during that time block. And for me, this helps me create the content fast because I'm in the zone and I can develop a flow because each platform does need a specific style. And this leads me to the next thing which changed my life. I know that sounds dramatic, but it really did. And that is investing in a scheduling app. A lot of platforms nowadays have their own native scheduling facility. And that's good if you're only posting to one or two platforms. But I prefer to pay for an app so that I can manage all of my platforms in just one place. If you're not familiar with scheduling apps, they basically let you schedule your social media content in advance. So I make sure that I'm always at least two weeks ahead. And it means that I'm not under pressure to continually be creating and posting new content every day which is very time consuming, even though I might actually be publishing content every day. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, because I might change my mind, I currently use Zoho Social for this. There are loads of other platforms on the market, but I use this because I pay for Zoho One, which gives you access to a range of different apps all under one subscription, and Zoho Social is one of them. 
Now, this saves me time, not only because I can schedule content in advance, but I can also do things like creating hashtag groups. So when I'm writing content for, say, Instagram, I don't have to manually type each hashtag out or grab them from somewhere else. In just two clicks, I can add all the hashtags I want on a particular post. And many of the paid apps also provide additional things like adding your first content in advance, which is useful for people who like to put links in their comments. You can also track and monitor things like engagement and so on. But if we're talking about time saving in particular, then scheduling your content in advance will be a game changer if you're not already doing this. And if you do just like to repeat your content on a loop, most of these paid apps will allow you to do that as well. And another thing to consider is to create a lean social media marketing strategy. What I mean by this is that just because there are so many platforms out there doesn't mean you have to be on all of them. You've probably heard me say that before. And honestly, each time I get excited at the prospect of trying out a new platform, I keep myself in check with that mantra. I'll say it again. Just because there are so many platforms out there doesn't mean you have to be on all of them. Being lean in your approach will most definitely be a time saver and my advice is to select the platforms that are most likely to attract paid clients. Notice that I didn't say you need to choose platforms where your target audience are hanging out. Although that's a principle that makes sense in theory, in practice it doesn't because people also need to be in the right headspace to respond to your content. For instance, as a tutor, I could use LinkedIn since so many professionals are on there and many of them could be parents. But I also know that people have their professional hats on when they use LinkedIn, so they might not be in the right mindset to look for a tutor for their child. I'm not saying you can't get clients on LinkedIn, but it really depends on who your decision makers are and where they're really likely to respond to what you offer. Many business owners get success out of just using one or two platforms. You really don't need a lot. You just need the right ones coupled with a strong content strategy. So being really intentional in how you use the different platforms will be a massive time saver. Earlier, I mentioned LinkedIn. Now, you might want to use LinkedIn specifically to network with other professionals in your industry. So that requires a very different style of content. And that really circles back to the principle of doing things like batching your content. The type of content you might write for a platform where you're networking will be very different to a platform where you're trying to reach out to potential clients. So in summary, to get success through social media marketing without it being too time consuming, here are a few things you can do. The first thing is to plan your content so that when you sit down to write, you're not stuck thinking of ideas. As you know, my 100 content prompts will transform that for you and the link to that is in the show notes. But if you create some tailored content pillars and prompts, then you can make sure that social media marketing is fast and effective. You'll actually attract paid clients through it. The second thing I talked about is if you're struggling to stay consistent with your marketing because it takes too long, then think about blocking time in your calendar when you commit to just writing content for social media. As I shared, when I started doing this, it really helped me form the habit. And it helps me focus on one platform at a time because each one requires a different style and you might have a different intention with each platform too. I also talked about how scheduling apps completely changed the game for me. They are the reason why I can produce so much content every week and the one I use is Zoho Social. There are loads on the market that pretty much do the same thing and many platforms nowadays have the option to schedule inbuilt as well. 
The last tip I shared was being intentional with the platforms you choose instead of taking a scattergun approach and trying to create content for as many social media platforms as possible. Being intentional really unlocks social media success and it's a huge time saver because you don't have to create quite as much content. So if you found these tips useful, I'd love it if you could leave a review. I really enjoy reading your reviews and they also help me to help more people. And if you're thinking of implementing some of the things I've talked about, I'd suggest taking one at a time and really getting that under your belt before moving on to the next one. That way you can make incremental changes in a way that you can sustain rather than it being overwhelming. So thanks as always for tuning in and you'll hear from me next week. Would you like to take this discussion further? Perhaps you have some questions or you'd like more ideas on tailoring your business. If so, book a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.